Blog Talk Radio. Absolute power corrupts absolutely. Funky drummer, check out the original. Funky drummer, this is the original. Funky drummer, check me out, y'all. Funky drummer, I am the original. Funky drummer, check out the original. Funky drummer, this is the original. Funky drummer, check me out, y'all. Funky drummer. Hey, hello everyone, and welcome once again. Oh yeah, it's that time. 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on a fine Sunday morning. Yes, and I am the original. Check me out. I am JT, a.k.a. the master. And as always, this is the master plan. The number to call in is 347-637-3220. I say that again, it's 347-637-3220. the place to be if you want to talk to JT, the master, and you know... And you just know I'm the original And that would be me Got a great show in store for you today Talking about NFL You know I love to talk about the NFL Every day of the week 24-7 365 days a year And you know what When it comes to leap year That one extra day I still love to talk about The NFL Talk about the um, NBA and uh, a little bit about that. And uh, to start to show off, I want to talk about what today is all around the U.S., all around the world, really. Today is the 18th day of June. For some of those, this is when they came into the world. So I wish those a happy birthday. And for the other ones, the other people that I want to talk about is the ones that have become fathers. I mean, real fathers. Anyone can create a child. All you have to do is have a willing partner. But it takes a special person to be a father. To know what it means to be a father. To know what kind of responsibility comes with being a father. Whether you're an in-house father or not. So I want to wish all the men out there happy Father's Day. It's not an easy job, uh, but it's a job that is very rewarding. Can be disappointing at times, quite naturally, and quite naturally be rewarding. If you see something that you help bring into the world, And mature from a small infant unable to walk, unable to fend for themselves, and for that view to mold that person into whatever they may be today. And into the future, until your last breath. Or, unfortunately, until their last breath. No one likes to see their child pass away before they do. But it's a special thing, especially today, on being a father. And this is your day, man, my, 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 my brothers. This is your day. This may not be as big a day as Mother's Day, but it's a big day. And um, hope you enjoy it. Hope you enjoy it. Take full advantage of your day. This is whatever you want to do day, Dad. This is whatever you want to do day. And uh, 
hopefully you can um, have the type of day that you want on today. Call somebody up. Hopefully I can get them. Trying to get him on the show. Um, and see if he, he will answer the phone. And um, we'll see what we can do with this um, number here. Let me see what uh, we can do here. Uh, that's not it. That's not it. Oh, there we go. So hopefully we can get this person on the phone. And uh, see what happens. I guess we're going to be talking about the. You have reached the voicemail box of two zero two four two two zero zero. Not going to happen. So it'll be all by my little self today. It is what it is. Anyway. I guess that we're going to be talking about the NFL. Going to talk about uh, a little NBA. Uh, there was a big blockbuster trade in the NBA today. Uh, yesterday, I think it was. Over the last couple of days, let me put it that way. And uh, I want to talk about that. I mean, it's uh, it's um, going to be interesting. Okay. Um, in the NBA, because uh, the the Seventy uh, uh, Sixers and the um, the Boston Celtics agree to swap top picks. Okay, Boston Celtics um, uh, have the number one pick. And the um, 76ers have the number three pick. So now the Boston Celtics have the number three pick. And the Philadelphia 76ers have the number one pick. The Celtics will receive at least one additional first-round pick in the deal on top of its number three overall pick. And is sending the 2018 first-round pick it owns via the Los Angeles Lakers, which the Sixers acquired from the Phoenix at the 2015 trade deadline. But if that Lakers pick doesn't fall between number two and number five in the 2018 draft, Philadelphia will instead send a 2019 first-rounder to Boston that he acquired from the Sacramento Kings. Supposedly, the trade is supposed to be uh, finalized on Monday. And the 76ers who now have the first pick are expected to pick up um, uh, Markel Fultz. And where does Mr. Ball fall in all this? Is the Lakers still going to um, try to pick him up because the Lakers happen to have what the number two pick if I'm not mistaken. And it talk about Mr. Ball, maybe not going to the Lakers. They weren't too impressed supposedly with Mr. Ball when um, they got the chance to work him out. But we'll have to wait and see what happens on that. I mean, um, there's just such a big hype on um, Mr. Ball, Lorenzo Ball, that uh, he's the second coming of whatever you want him to be the second coming of. Kobe Bryant, maybe not, definitely not LeBron James or whatever. And nice college player. Nice college player. It's different playing with the big boys. You can talk all you want. Looks good on paper. Looks good coming out of your mouth. Just like I said about 
uh, football and be a, a very good players on a on paper until you prove it on the on the field or now in this case I'm talking about LeBron's ball on the court. It's all speculation. It's all speculation with all of them, all all rookies coming in because they've been highly touted in college. And potential is for them to, or or the speculation is for them to translate that college uh, play into pro level play. But you have to wait and see because they may stand out in all college play, just like in. In, in college football, you don't have the best of the best on all college teams. You know, you have – let me have to say I can translate this. You have teams in the college that have a collection of very good players, such in a team as in Kentucky, who get high – five-star, four-star players to come together on one team. You can translate that into a team like Alabama, who's got, just look at what happened, or Ohio State this past year, just look at what happened in the type of, uh, uh, in the teams that drafted those players in 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 the first few rounds. Alabama, Ohio State. So they had high caliber a collection of high-caliber players on their team. But for the most part, on, on college teams, whether um, um, football, and now, now I'm talking about basketball, you have one, two, you're lucky if you have three very, very NBA-caliber players on one team. So when you play the competition year in and year out um, and you're only playing against the a team, another team that may or may not have an NBA caliber player on their team and you have one on your team, then you're going to stand out. As a very good college player, even though you're you're, and I'm not saying it isn't, but just listen, just try to hear hear me out here. Even though your skill set may not translate into an NBA level, but because you're better than players on the opposing team, you are projected to be an NBA type player. Same thing in college. In football, I mean, same thing in football. So what I'm saying is this. Now, you got Lorenzo Ball, and I'm I'm not a fan of him. And I tell you that straight up off the fact. I'm not a fan of him. And and definitely not a fan of his father. Because I think the, the, the whole family, from what I'm seeing, it may look humble, but... They take cues from dad. They take cues from dad. Just like I was talking about molding kids, they take cues from dad. And dad sets a bad example. Talks a lot of smack. Average, well, below average when he played in the NBA. Wasn't all that. But his game has morphed. As the years are going on, especially now he's got a high-profile son, and he's living his 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 NBA. He's trying to live his NBA life through his son now. That's how I see it. And it's 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 sickening to see. And I know the son is loyal to his dad. He don't want to you know tell dad to get lost, but at times you can see it. In his face, and at times he 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 likes to hear what his father has to say, and he and he rides along with it, which is absolutely horrible because 
he hasn't proven himself in the NBA. But he's he he, he he's, he's talking a huge, a huge game. Huge game. And one has to wonder when you when you come out like that. And I know I've been accused of talking a whole lot of whole lot of junk, whole lot of junk. But I also know when to be humble, and when to hold. In my opinion, when to back off from all this smack talk. But he's got a big ticket that he needs to. That that he has to be able to cast, and I don't know if he can do it. Don't know if he can do it because I don't think he's all that. And, and the reason I and I I just stated my reason. I mean, he's playing against competition. Maybe when he played against someone. And and it was in high school, if I'm not mistaken, or AAU, whatever it was. And then in college, when he played someone that had his same skill set, or maybe better, his game wasn't there. Now, quite naturally, he's a thin rail, so he needs to get stronger, for one. we every, Everyone knows that. Don't know if that's going to take away from, from um, how he plays. But I don't think he's all that. Looks good on paper. I keep on saying that. Looks good on paper. Sounds good. Sounds real good. Because he's talking up a big game. We'll see if the Lakers decided to take that leap or, or, or go in a different direction. Because he's thinking that, he's thinking that he's going to go in the first one or two. At least the Lakers are going to pick him up. That's what his father wants it, for the Lakers to pick him up. To bring that franchise out of the doldrums. To bring that franchise into serious competition within the, within the uh, NBA uh, Western Conference. Going to have to wait and see. Because I, 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 I'm not... I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling it. And and when is the NBA draft? It's coming up soon. I think it's just this week, if I'm not mistaken. Coming out. It's June twenty second, so it's uh, next Thursday, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, it's the next Thursday, or this coming Thursday, I should say. This coming Thursday, and um, how, how about we do this? And I, I really, I'd be, I'd be surprised because I would think it would turn, it would turn <clears throat> franchises off to be have a, to have a father, as in Lorenzo Ball, I mean uh, Lavelle Ball, I should say. I'm sorry. To, because you guarantee that, <clears throat> and and this is how I see it. Say he gets drafted by the Lakers. <coughs> Excuse me. And for whatever reason, things don't go well starting off, him starting off with the Lakers. Not playing right away. Oh, you can, you, his, his, his father is going to be all over that. All over that. And I 
And he doesn't go to the what well, say he doesn't go to the Lakers cuz I don't think he goes to the Lakers. And la- latest mock draft. Let me just just do this. Latest mock draft. Now, first of all, they thought they were go- going to the Lakers. All right? And that may not take place. Cuz like I said, he from what I'm seeing or heard and, and and you know, I'm not an insider that the Lakers weren't impressed. So we're going to do this. I'll go within the top 10, top 10 of a mock NBA draft. I saw this on uh, CBS. So I'm, I'm, I'm just going to go by this. This is, this is as of, which is uh, the 18th. And the 76ers, like I said, via trade with the Celtics, have the first pick now. So instead of taking Lorenzo Ball and being, you know, we want Lorenzo Ball in the worst way, because he's the drop-dead, without a shadow of a doubt, first-round selection, first, first pick in the first-round selection. The 76ers go in a different direction. The 76ers don't take it. Okay? And the 76ers go to with the number one pick in the 2017 NBA draft. The 76ers go with Markel Fultz, a point guard out of Washington. Now, the the word is that, that uh Fultz is as close as a can't miss as in this draft, um, with which which is loaded with a lot of good talent. Uh, and to team him up with uh, Ben Simmons, um, would think that both players flourish with the ball in their hands, um, but now they would ha- have to mesh together on the basketball court. The Sixers are going with a player with the highest ceiling and building a team that could be a juggernaut in the future, okay? He's got good size for an NBA guard. He's got, the good, um, he's got good talent on the offensive side. And, uh, and uh, goes on a team that is building it the right way. Okay, young players um, growing up with each other. But then you go to the Lakers, who had the number two pick, who was sandwiched in between the Sixers and the Celtics, who had one and three. And like I said, swap picks. And just, just think about this. The Lakers, like I said, said that they weren't impressed in a workout with Lonzo Ball and that complete done deal that they'll be taking him. Now, the Lakers have gone on hype, extremely hype players before, but not like this. Not like this. Dude, I think the Lakers will will pass on a ball. Probably not. Probably who I think it'll pick, but if they didn't want to go with ball, how about going to the Aaron Fox, a point guard out of Kentucky? Showtime-type player and with that type of personality could play well in the Lakers um, rebuilding um, rebuilding what they're trying to rebuild. He's got the size. He's got the length. He's got the athleticism and the speed to become a 
someone like like a John Wall like player in the NBA. Like I've always said in NFL, speed kills. You can't teach speed. Speed is a natural talent. It's a natural God-given gift. You can't teach speed. Always say that. But then now you have in the, the number three pick. <clears throat> and that's uh, now the Celtics have it. Brad Steven like athletic players, like guys that can play multiple positions. This guy's probably going to play small forward. Uh, he played small forward in Kansas. And uh, a lot of skills. Definitely a two-way player. I'm talking about Josh Jackson out of Kansas. Hell of a athlete with a, a can't-stop attitude and, and won't stop. Definitely can play both ways. I say that again. Come with some slight uh, red flags. He allegedly vandalized the car and threatened to beat up a women's basketball player. But this is the type of player that the Celtics need to go along with um, Isaiah Thomas and Bradley Beal. Athletic guy with ability to play on both ends of the court. Brad Stevens type of player would definitely fit in. Now, this is the type of team with the number four pick who the Phoenix Suns has that the big mouth father and the son that is dealing with it would be probably an ideal fit because I don't think he's too much on the defensive side of the ball uh, purely offense and up and down the court that this team has historically played. I'm talking about the Phoenix Suns, and I'm talking about Lonzo Ball, point guard, and he would fall to them. Now, the Suns would dream about this kid falling to him, but he may not be the scorer that falses or the athlete that foxes. But like I said, his dad loves to say the kid is simply a winner. Okay. The only problem I have, this team is very fragile team. Psyche is very fragile. And you get a a, a father that if things don't go, regardless of what team he goes to, um, go doesn't go the way he wants them to go, will it be a problem for for Lonzo's fellow players and for the whole organization, in my opinion, because he talks and it's impulsive type of talk, meaning that he runs off of emotion. So he doesn't think about what he's going to say. He just comes out and says it. And then uh, the type of the Donald Trump type that whatever comes out of his mouth, and it, it may be wrong, but he's not going to apologize for it. He's just going to dig his heels in and, and, and say it. Now that's going to, regardless of what team it go, he goes to, Lonzo Ball I'm talking about, <coughs> I think his dad's going to be a problem. Dad's going to be a problem. Now, I could be wrong. His dad may be- totally back off, knowing that he's in the pros now, and whatever he says and does um, was going to hurt his son on and off the court. But my theory is you can't teach a new dog, you can't teach, catch an old, 
teach it old dog new tricks. You just can't do it. So, it is what it is. With the fifth pick, Sacramento Kings. Small forward out of Duke. I'm not a – I know. But I know you're going to say, well, did he, how many times are you going to say this? I'm not a big fan of Duke. Not a big fan of Duke. Um, their players are – they come out of there are not can't miss players. Let me put it that way. Good college players, but not just can't miss players. This is probably the easiest pick in the entire draft for the Sacramento Kings. And and them taking the small forward out of Duke, Jason Tatum. This draft has has a lot of t- potential talent. Let me put it that way: projected talent. I sh- that that's probably a better better phrase. Projected talent. But you have a player that it has a lot of skill set that's going to a franchise that struggled. I mean, uh, they have Buddy Heald, Sakal, Labasseri, Malachi Richardson, and George Papagiannis. And this may help that team improve on the scoring side because Tatum's uh, one of the best, if not the best natural scorer in the draft. Kids got the mindset, the mature mindset to be able to, in my opinion, to play very well in the NBA. Would be Arizona, um, a power forward out of Arizona. It's going to to the Magic, Orlando Magic, Laurie Markanen. Timberwolves have the seventh pick, John Isaac, uh, Jonathan Isaac, the small forward out of Florida State. They have some talent on this team. They have some talent on this. I'm talking about the Timberwolves. Young talent on this team. That would help them greatly if this young star, this young talent, Jonathan Isaac, pans out. Now, it's in the Western Conference. A lot of competition in the Western Conference. Quite naturally, a lot of competition in the Western Conference. But 34.8% of his threes and shooting 78% from the free throw front. Excuse me, free throw line. And he's a very versatile player. Can shoot, pass, and block shots, which is a huge asset. Huge asset. He's 6'11. I'm not saying he's a Kevin Durant type. Those come once in a generation. Got size, and he can use the size effectively. He's not that awkward um, that he can't use it. But he needs to pack on a little bit more meat. Then you have my team. Excuse me. My team. The lowly, and that's why they're picking eighth, New York Knicks, who need more offense in their game, need someone that can be an electric type of player. 
my screen just went black, blank. Oh God, really? Just went blank. So, what we're going to do is take a quick break, and a quick break, so I can gather my thoughts here, and we'll be right back in two. Thursday night is the right time to kick back and listen to the FSP Crew Show as they break down the weekend sports and prepare you for Thursday night football. 8 p.m. Eastern, just before the game starts. Jerry the Master Taylor hosts the show with Jeff the Joker Goldberg and Mike the Bookie Monster Wright. The three gentlemen debate and discuss a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of everything on the FSP Crew Show every Thursday night on blogtalkradio.com forward slash V-I-C-H-B-K, 8 p.m. Eastern. You can listen at spotonradio.webs.com after the show as it streams 24-7, 365. And listen to other informative programs as well. Information, motivation, variety. Sports and politics brand with the idea of combining two of his passions into a radio show. He then learned that politics were 95% of sports. When you tune into the Fantasy Sports and Politics show every Saturday at 1 p.m. Eastern, Mr. FSP himself, Vic Gardner, and Jerry the Master Taylor will go over the weekend sports, prep you for your upcoming fantasy games, and spark a debate politicians would love to hear. That's the FSP Show every Saturday at 1 p.m. on blogtalkradio.com forward slash V-I-C-H-B-K. You can listen at spotonradio.web.com after the show as it streams 24-7, 365. For other informative programs as well, information, motivation, variety. All right, people, I am back and I fixed my problem with my... PC, I do believe. Hold on. Oh, God, really? All right. Like I said, we were talking about the NBA draft and prospects of who's going where. I told you Alonzo Ball may fall to the Suns, which picks four. Um, We cap here. Jason Tatum from Duke going to the Kings. Laurie Mekinen to the Magic, and uh, Jonathan Isaac Timberwolves. And I stopped at the Knicks, who need help desperately, uh, especially uh, on the offensive side of the ball. Um, They got to score points. Uh, Malik Monk, shooting guard, Kentucky. Uh, probably one of the most electric players in this draft. He's a definitely a superb athlete and a fantastic, if streaky, shooter. He can light it up from deep like no other player in this draft. And um, and he's the only guy who – I would say he's the only guy who matters on the court. In practice, you can see how his worth ethic ends up playing off in the, paying off in games. He's incredibly streaky. Now, with him moving into the NBA, maybe that'll change. And like I said, in 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 the NFL, potential get a coach fired. So potentially, um, being a shooting guard is six three, which is more of a size of a point guard than an uh, NBA two. But he's a young, exciting player. Um, bring him up with uh, bring him alongside Chris Stapps, Porzingis. And uh, you got two exciting, young, young, exciting guys that um, can light it up uh, on any given night. And um, the, Knicks, the, Knicks, the Knicks need someone, excuse me, that can can do that. And uh, so I'd say that Malik Monk uh, is the type of player that can. Um, Light some fire within the uh, within the um, 
belly of the Knicks fans and into that fr- franchise. Uh, as you know, that more than likely Carmelo Anthony will not be with the Knicks uh, come the 2017-2018 season. Um, and the youth movement, quite naturally, Phil Jackson's still there, so they're still going to play the triangle. Uh, I think that um, that phase of the game has passed, and Phil Jackson is trying to hold on to it, but I don't think uh, it fits into, the, into today's NBA. But Malik Monk may be the player that the, the um, Knicks need. Uh, one of the pieces that Knicks need to inject some life into that franchise and, and some offensive talent into that franchise. <coughs> Excuse me. Let's go. Let's go to the ninth pick. Who uh, the Dallas Mavericks have the um, privilege of having, and I don't know what's wrong with my why my computer is acting so strange um, that I can't get past that. Why? Why? Um, Let me see if I can pronounce this guy's name. Frank Nitlinki Nitlinki Litaninga Litaninga Lilikina. I tried, people. He's from France. Probably one of the uh, the smartest uh, basketball players uh, to come out of um, this this draft. Uh, very good uh, d- defensive um, skills. Um, six five with long arms. Very good point guard. And going to the Dallas Mavericks, who. Um, play a balanced court, meaning that they they play very good defense, or uh, they played solid defense, I should say, and, and very talented on the offensive side of the ball. And this it, this player should fit right in. Should fit right in. All right, you know what I'm going to do. This computer froze up again. Wow. There we go. It just, nope. Here we go. Here we go. All right. So we're going to go to the number 10. Number 10, which would be the, another pick. Luckily, the Sacramento Kings, as bad as they've been, have had the fortunate pleasure of of being able to pick twice within the first 10 picks. And now they are going to be picking. Come on. They have a number 10 pick. And with that, they pick up a point guard. Coming out of NC State. Guy's name is Dennis Smith. This is another easy decision for him. And they pick up a, a point guard who is um, is a, a bit small, but an absolute stick of uh, dynamite on the court. If you remember this guy, when they played Duke in January, he scored 32 points against Duke. But in his last college game, he scored seven points and had four turnovers. So he needs to be more consistent. That's what I'm saying. But he can be a dynamite player at the point guard position to run your team. All right, people. I know I said that we're going to talk a little bit about the NFL, but my, my PC has been acting up horribly. And you know what? I'm going to do this. I'm going to take another break real quick. And um, we'll be right back in about two.
don't like it. I love it, love it, love it. Uh oh, so good it hurts. I don't want it. I gotta, gotta have it. Uh oh, when I can't find the words, I just go. people i'm back i uh we got about 10 minutes left in the show and uh let's talk a little bit of nfl let's talk a little bit of nfl all right like i said the nba draft is the 22nd on thursday so we'll talk about it we'll we will we will be live living color on june 22nd 8 p.m while the draft is going on so we'll talk about it seeing who's going to pick who and where and and uh, if it was a questionable pick, good pick, a lot of talent in this. Like I said, a lot of talent in this. On what I'm seeing, um, and we'll talk about. It. How about this one? I just just happened to see this. Andre Ward and Sergey Kovalov had a fight last night, where. Andre Ward knocked out Sergey Kovalov in the eighth round. But that's not what I want to talk about. What I want to talk about is this. During a heated post-fight news conference in which he was shouted down by Andre Ward's supporters, main events CEO Kathy Duva, who promotes Sergey Kovalov, says she will fight, she will file a protest with the Nevada State Athletic Commission on Monday and look following Andre Ward's eighth-round knockout victory Saturday night. This is a quote from uh, Kathy Duva. I'm still having a hard time processing what, what I just witnessed. I saw someone who should have been disqualified get his hands held up. Kovalov got hit with three low blows, four actually in the last round. We asked the commission for an instant replay analysis, and they did not give it to us. We'll file a protest on Monday. End, end quote. Ward appeared to hit Kovalov with several low blows before securing the stompage victory when referee Tony Weeks called a fight in the eighth round. This is a quote from Duva again. If you look at the instant replay, which the commission refused to look at tonight, you see the back of Sergei's cup going up one, two, three times. I've never seen somebody knocked out on a low blow until tonight, and I hope I never have to see it again. Kovalov, 34, said that he wanted to continue to fight, but Weeks had already made up his mind. Ooh. This is boxing, people. Boxing, I mean, it, crazy stuff always happens. Always happens. If, and if you're not on, a, on the popular side uh, or, or the want-to-win side, if you know what I mean, Things like this are going to happen to you. Kovalev said he would like a rematch despite losing to Ward for the second straight time in seven months. He's, this is another quote. This is Kovalev. He's really, he's really lucky, son of judges. Uh, uh, Kovalev said of Ward playing off Ward's nickname, son of God. He didn't hurt me. I got tired, but I still wanted to fight. It's boxing. I could have continued fighting, but I don't understand what happened. Why did Tony Weeks stop the fight? Ward punched me low, punched me low blow already a few times during the fight. He didn't let it continue to fight. He didn't let me continue to fight it. I'm sorry. It was an illegal stop. I believe and trusted Tony Weeks, but he did a, a wrong decision in stopping the fight. And quite naturally, Ward wasn't interested in responding to Duva and Kovalev's comments after the fight. Quote from Ward, 
I really don't have a lot to say about whatever they said. Whatever the excuses were this time, I just don't have the energy. And end the quote. Oh boy. You know, I didn't see the fight. Um, I forgot all about it. I, I, and I can give you a better analysis. I saw this, and I uh, just wanted to bring the, bring it to people's attention that whoever seen the fight, let me know what your thoughts are. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna end it this way, the show this way. I'm still looking for another person to join me in a fantasy football league, the ESPN league. Um, send me an email, and I'll give you a link to show you the team settings to see if you are interested in joining a 10-team league. My email address is J as in the letter J, Taylor, T-A-Y-L-O-R, 342. That's J Taylor, T-A-Y-L-O-R, 342 at Comcast.net. Say that again. It's J as in the letter J, Taylor, T-A-Y-L-O-R, one word, 342, one word, at Comcast.net. Send me an email. Tell me you're interested in joining the ESPN League. I'll send you a link on the settings. Tell me if you're interested, and then we can go from there. All right, people. It's, like I said, Father's Day. Um, I hope you enjoy, you fathers enjoy your Father's Day. It's your day. You get to, it's absolutely one day for you. So you you enjoy that day. And uh, we'll catch you a week from today. Be the last, I think it's the last, no, not the last weekend. Next to last weekend in June. Time's flying by. Football season will be rapid. Printing camp will be rapidly approaching. Fantasy football then being geared. We'll we'll be talking about that too. Uh, beginning um, um, in some time in July and date to be de- determined. Just keep listening and and you'll find out when when I start talking about fantasy football, who I like and who I don't like and how I rank them in each skill position, quarterback, running back, tight end, and and, um, uh, wide receiver. With that being said, enjoy the rest of the weekend, Father's Day weekend, Father's Day today, and we'll catch you 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on a Sunday or catch us 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time where we have um, the NBA draft. We'll be talking about that on a Thursday night. And also the FSP show, the FSP cruise shows on Thursday night at 8 p.m. FSP show on uh, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on a uh, Saturday afternoon, uh, as usual. All right? That being said, enjoy the rest of the day. Peace be with you. We're out. The original funky drummer. Check out the original funky drummer. This is the original funky drummer. Check me out.